Blog Talk Radio. listening to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring world-famous animal communicator Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. And where is Laura? I'm still looking for her. Log on to thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication. Uh, go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash radio, And hey. post your animals... Oh, hey, Laura. Uh, post your animal photo in today's uh, post in the comments section so we can see it while we talk to you on the air. Call in at 917-889-2693. Uh, the chat room is open. I'm your producer and co-host, Aiku Sahara. We got Laura back. Hey, Laura. Yay. How are you guys? Good. Yeah, sorry. We It was so crazy just now because our show was... We had a little technical difficulty, didn't we? We did, yeah. It was like scheduled for one o'clock. So, <laughs> Blog Talk sometimes switches our show time. Yeah, how does that even happen? Is it because they're in a different, like it's not automated that there's a time change? It must not be. It must not be. So that's what happened. And then um, I had problems calling into the show, but here we are. Here we are. Should we get right here into we it? Are. Yeah, you know, I do actually want to just put a shout-out for little Makia, you know, my little 19-year-old white cat. She's been asking me to sort of ask people to pray for her because she hasn't been feeling so good. So um, so if you guys can send some energy to Makia, that would be really wonderful. Well, she's got yeah. some pretty bad headaches. She's got such bad headaches that she's been telling me she wants to go to heaven. But she looks so good. I even say to her, Makia, you look so good. If I brought you into the vet, they wouldn't let me send you to heaven because you look so good. Yeah. Oh, so, I hope her headaches go away. They're so terrible. I know, right? She has, like, serious migraines. Yeah. So, You know, it's interesting. I have a friend who has serious, I mean, I get migraines too, but... Um, I have a friend who consistently gets migraines, like, right around this time of year. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do say that, like, seasons, like, the change of seasons will make, like, any medical condition worse. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's been a lot of, you know, it's been a lot of changes, especially, you know, for us in Southern California having all this, like, hot weather this whole time, all summer long, and then all of a sudden it was, like, cold colder for us cold for us and rainy and then now it's like kind of hot again and you know the back and forth can really get to you it's been like in the 80s during the day and then it's like in the like 50s at night it's like cold i know but i know you are like really cold weather they're like like 30 (laughs) i know these are like our californian problems over here sorry people for all of us (laughs) 
funniest thing, okay, is like all these animals that I'm talking to, because, you know, I talk to animals all day long on the phone. So all these animals are talking about wanting, like, blankets. Like, like I want the, like, really soft blanket. And, like, like I want the Chanel blanket. I want the bathrobe. They're all talking about getting warm. I'm like, this is, like, this common theme. Like, everybody wants a blanket. <laughs> See, so it's out there, you know. It's the season change. All right. Well, we'll be thinking about Makia for sure. Um, I'm imagining a beautiful golden light around her head. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. All right. So for all of our listeners and callers out there tonight, today, um, we're going to shout out your last four digits of your number. And when you get on the air, uh, just go right into your name, your animal's name, like what kind of species, uh, age, a description of your animal, alive or dead. Um, and one question, we like to stick to one question or theme so we can get as many callers as we can. And yeah, so when I call out your four digits, just go right into all that information. Okay, here we go. Number 7545. You're on the air. Go ahead. Tell us all the info. Hi, I am Laura. It's Beck. Um, Hi, Beck. I called in. I called in last week about my cats that were fighting, and Rose said that she wanted a plant for sacred time. I don't know if you remember. I do remember. Um, yes. Well, I'll just um, quick update. We got a plant, and we had sacred time, and I think she's happier. Um, so thank you. Um, but my question is for my other cat, Panda. Um, he's an orange tabby. I put a photo on Facebook of him on the comment okay. bit. And um, I wanted to ask him if they can, because I've been trying to talk to them, and I want to know if they can hear me, because I'm confused about whether they can hear me when I say it out loud or oh. if if it's better for them I want to know what they think and if they can hear me and what he thinks about it. Okay, so, like, I remember that they can hear you, so we want to know, so I ask them if they understand you, and if they like it better if you say it out loud or if you say it quiet, if you say it just in your mind. Yes, yes. Okay, okay, great. Let's get Panda. Panda, so cute and handsome. Panda, (laughs) honey, do you hear what your mom's asking? What do you think about that? He says it doesn't really have to do with with my mom saying it out loud. It has to do with what she's thinking when she says it. What do you mean by that, what she's thinking? He says that when you're really centered and contained with your thoughts and your pictures, then he gets it. He says sometimes when you talk to him and you're moving, he doesn't get it as much. Okay. And, I mean, so what he's pretty much saying is, like, when you're really concentrating on getting a message across to him, he's getting it. But, like, there are other times, like, if you're just walking around the house and you're, like, chatting with him and your mind is sort of going from, like, 
your to-do list to him to something else, then then he's not getting it as well, which makes sense. Okay. And what does he think would make me a better listener for him? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good question. What do you think would make mom a better listener? Do you know? Belief. Because like, I think she gets me. She just doesn't believe it. Hmm. That's probably does he true. Know, yeah, does he know if he's, when he's talking to me, is he sending me little thoughts or is he sending me pictures? Hmm. Or Did, you hear what your mom, Did you hear what your mom said? Which one are you doing? He says he sends you pictures and intensity of energy. So he's oh, like, like okay. feeling. But I want to stress something about that, which is it's really that's a really great question, Jackie, for sure. Um, yeah. But I don't know if you need to worry too much about how they're sending it to you, because what happens is our minds will transfer it. So, for instance, like I hear it in words, like you hear me as like if they're talking, right? But like they don't all yeah. know like the complete English language, or I could talk to a dog in Japan and. I'd be transferring yeah. it into English, so and I don't know Japanese. So, um, so what happens is our mind sort of collects their thoughts and their feelings and their images in their he- in their heads, and sort of then transfers it into whichever way is easier for us to understand. For me, it's words, but for someone else, it might be visual, it might be pictures. So. It's kind of more important to watch your mind and to see, like, what's the strongest sort of a way you're getting it. Do you see mostly visuals? Do you feel something mostly in your body? Are you hearing something? And then sort of go on that as, like, your judge. But then for me, like, first I'll hear something and it will be words, and then I can break it down, too. Like, did I feel something in my body? Did I see a picture? Because so, I, um, I get words in my head, but it's really hard to trust that it's not me just having thoughts and imagining it, you know, because it's yeah. my voice in my head. Exactly. And it's so my that's voice why, in that's my why head. I'm asking. Yeah. yeah. And that, I don't know if that ever fully goes away. I mean, okay. because for me sometimes, too, it's like, like, I mean, it, it really is from talking to hundreds, I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands of animals and hearing other people say, like, give me feedback has made me really believe in what I do. Or, like, then talking to my own animals and talking with them and then seeing over time the things I'm saying change their life or the way they react differently to me because of what I'm telling them. Or, like, if I talk about their behavior and then I watch their behavior change. So a lot of it is sort of have to study. You kind of have to study it. You might not trust it each time. And there are times with me, too, like I'll be talking to a client and I'll be like, oh, gee, like what? Like like I'll be searching and I'll uh, – like for, for either I eat too much gluten one day or because an animal is having a harder time communicating to me or because the person is skeptic and they're throwing sort of like blocks on, on me that I'm picking up. Whatever it might be, it might – the waters might be a little bit harder to surf, but you just kind of learn how to kind of get in there and say, I'm doing this anyway, and I'm going to figure this out. And the more you sort of study it, the more you sort of find your track and and get it. 
So okay. I kind of just like see what he says. He's like, your biggest obstacle is belief. So maybe yeah, what yeah. I would even suggest to you is like start going out and like talking to other animals, talking to your friends' animals, and talking to. You know, some people say, oh, it's harder to do to read your own animals. I don't believe that. I don't believe that it's harder to read our own animals. I think it's harder to trust it because we know all this other stuff about them. Yeah, so it's yeah, that's to, what it is. Yeah, so, um, but I would, like, practice and even with shelter animals and then give people time to, like, you'll start to learn, like, what, like, what I've also learned with communicating with animals and also, like, dog training, is so much of it resolves around our confidence, like, our confidence even in ourselves. So, like, if you feel confident in, like, the way you feel about things just in general, it's almost, like, when you're trying to maneuver this territory, it's almost easier to be able to feel more confident in talking to the animals. But if you start, if you feel a little bit, like, insecure about how you feel things and how you, like, interact with people and how you communicate things, then it's going to be a little bit harder to get it with the animals too. So really start meditating on like what is the feeling of when I know something to be true? What's that feeling in my body? Like what's that feeling in my mind and in my heart when I know something to be true? Or like if you're talking to a person and you're feeling like you're having like free-flowing communication, you feel like your communication with that person is going well, think about it, huh, like what does this feel like in my body right now? Like what, how do I feel? So that when you have it with the animals, you'll know it to be true. That's such that great. Sense? Yeah, that, that makes, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Beck. Can you change it up? I love him and thank you for talking to me. Oh, did you get that little bug? My mom is super cool. <laughs> I get it from her all the time. Sometimes I know it's harder for her to get the details. But, Mom, you're doing great. And that's interesting, too, is, like, when it's harder to get the details, it's, like, sometimes they say things that are, like, so sort of off the wall, right? And that really is, like, about training your mind to literally just let go. And then when you have yeah. something, to follow it. It's almost like being a fish and you like, biting a line. You know, if you're getting caught, <laughs> you bite the line and then you just, like, don't fight it and go with it. You know, because there yeah. is that feeling of, like, like, even when I start to hear something and it feels, like, crazy. It feels, like, totally. I mean, we've all been there where you, like, get something and it just feels like, whoa, like, where am I going with this? Like, this is, like, like, what's happening? Just kind of follow it and see where it goes and try not to judge it and try not to stop yourself. It's a hard thing to do because our minds are not, we're not, um, like, in society, our minds aren't aren't wired that way anymore. Our minds are wired to, like, constantly be thinking and moving forward our own thoughts. Not to let go. We're not in Tibet, you know, and like, so you kind of have to yeah. learn to like let go, and it's not an yeah. easy thing ever. Okay, well that that really really helps me. Thank you so much. Thanks, Beck. Gosh, Thanks really for your call. Yeah, I saw um, Beck had posted a picture of her plant somewhere on her. Like I'm friends with her on Facebook, oh, and I saw the plant is really cool. <laughs> 
I love that they do that together. Great. All right, next caller is, remember, when you get on the air, just tell us who you are, who your animal is, a description, dead, alive, species, gender, age, all that sort of good information for us. And if they're on Facebook or not, they don't have to be, but if they are, that's great. Uh, Okay, so 9478, go ahead, tell us who you are and all that good stuff. Hi there. My name is Christina, and our little poops is posted on Facebook. Uh, she is a six-year-old tortoise shell, and in about the end of August, she experienced um, vomiting pretty much day in, day out. So we took her to our vet who misdiagnosed her. We took her to the emergency vet, and they diagnosed her with stomach cancer, and it didn't sit well with my husband and I. So we got a second opinion, and we're working with a holistic vet, and unfortunately, nobody's been able to give us an answer of if it is cancer that she's dealing with or if it's something else. And uh, there's weeks that she does really well, or this past week has been a really tough one for us. So we just are wondering if we're doing the best for her and if we can bring her back into good health. Hmm. Okay, let's ask her. Oh, sweet little poops. I'm so sorry that you have to deal with that so hard when we see our baby suffer. She's so beautiful. How, how come you named her Poops? Um, well, she is a little bit of a character, and the first time um, her daddy held her, she left a little smear on his arm, and it ended <laughs> up just becoming a term of endearment, and there have been a couple <laughs> other funny poop stories that have happened with her over the years, so she oh, was adequately so named. Okay. Hey, Poops, what do you think, honey? I'm so sorry you're not feeling so good. Can you tell us anything about your stomach? Sometimes it's not good. She says, sometimes it feels like it's not just in one spot in my stomach, but all over. You will feel like it's burning in there. Mm. She says one of the things that happens to her is that she gets anxiety from the burning, and then that makes her throw up. Um, that wouldn't really surprise me because over the past week, she's had a rough week, and if we leave her for longer than an hour and a half without feeding her, she's been vomiting up bile. So we've kind of been trying to figure out if the medication we have her on is okay, if how we're feeding her is okay, and we're really just trying to yeah. pay attention the, to what it is she needs. Is the bile um, yellow? Sometimes, Yes. There's other times where it seems like there's just a hint of food left over with the bile, um, but she hasn't vomited up straight food since Halloween night. But I think she's pretty upset with everybody coming to the door. Yeah. Aw, sweetheart. She says she likes to have food in her stomach because it coats her stomach. 
Mm-hmm. Makes me feel a little bit better. You know, she almost sounds like ulcers. I mean, I'm not a doctor. I cannot, I cannot diagnose, but it's that feeling of like stomach ulcers. Well, um, my husband and I have kind of been, well, obviously we're upset. Our stomachs have been bothering us, but we kind of feel like there's been a lot of unease and burning and all of those horrible things. Hmm. Um, what do you feed her? What's her diet? Um, right now she is on, um, recovery, um, well, it's by Medi-Cal and it's a recovery formula that they put animals on, um, after surgery, um, or any sort of ailment like that. Um, about a week and a half ago, she was getting recovery from one meal and then the meal after we were doing, um, blended boiled chicken but she got really constipated, so our vet was suggesting to us to stop the chicken and just the recovery because it should be easier to digest. Oh, interesting. Um, Have you ever gotten her adjusted? Uh, Not by a chiropractor, but um, in September when we were trying to figure out which direction to go, uh, we brought her to a, another holistic vet who was doing acupuncture. Um, oh, I'm thinking but, about getting her adjusted because sometimes that affects the digestion. And okay. um, and maybe even look into colostrum. And um, but let me ask her what else can help. Poop, Sunny. What else could help? Is there anything that mom and dad are doing for you that helps? Oh, she likes, like, stomach lifts that you do. They're, like, like, gentle rubs of my stomach. Yeah. She rolls over and just wants a warm hand on her tummy. Oh, that's so interesting. You know, you should look into the Tellington Touch and do this, like she says, the stomach lifts on her. If she likes that, if she likes it to touch. Okay. She says she likes soothing, cooling things inside her stomach. Because my food makes it hot, too. Maybe that's something that you could talk to the vet about, saying that she wants something cooling. And maybe you could also mention about how, to me, it felt a lot like stomach ulcers. And I'm not diagnosing her, but maybe the vet might get a feeling of what that might be, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Well, you got to call us back and let us know how she does, and we'll put her in our healing circle, too, with Makia. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your call. Oh, sweet little poops. Poops. So cute. That name is really funny. It's cute. (laughs) I I know. So cute. It's so interesting that she feels like she has ulcers. I wonder if that means something. Mm. Yeah. Let's go to caller 6821. You're on. Tell us your name, your animal's name, all that great information. Hi. Thanks for having me on. This is Julie. Hi, Laura. I have a cat Hi, named Julie. Maya. Hi. Hi. How are you guys doing? Um, we're okay. Maya had another, thank you. Um, Maya had another big seizure on, um, Monday, on Sunday, I'm sorry. And I just wanted to check in with her and see if you could ask her how she's doing and, um, if she's still having the headaches. 
And uh, also, since you and I last spoke, we we moved, um, not moved, We um, I went and stayed with some friends for 10 days because one of the things that you got from Maya was that she felt like there was something in the air here at this house. And yeah. So if you could ask her about that again, maybe, as well, that would be great. Yeah, did you do an air testing in the house? Were you, weren't you going to do that? Uh, yes, and that came back um, with slight elevated levels, but nothing harmful. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Well, so I guess nothing that's has actually been done. All the- wanted to move, right? But so we wanted to ask her though: Did she? How did she? Did she do? Did she feel any better for the ten days that she wasn't in the house? Right. And then, how is she feeling now that we're back in this house again? Okay. Maya, honey, are you listening? So poor, sweet Maya's been having grand mal seizures, and she's just a kitten, really, right? She's like, how is she? Like four? How old is she? She's two. She's only two. two. Yeah, she's even. More of a kitten. Um, okay, Maya, honey, how are you feeling? She says she's still having the headaches, but they're on the they're on the right side of her temple. When we left the house, I sort of felt like it was a nice vacation. I felt a little bit less stuffed up there. She said she still had some moments, but she did feel better. Did she have less seizures there? Uh, she had one there also, uh, but it was right when we the the day that we got there. So, but the the remaining ten days, she didn't have any events. That's interesting. Yeah, she said she feels like less. Stuffed up, like she feels like her like sinuses are even less stuffed up. Okay, is she having trouble she breathing? When, she said okay. when she was there, she started to feel like she had more hope. She says that she wants to play, but she's worried about being too active. Okay. Because if I feel like I'm too active, I might have one. Mm. Sometimes my medicine makes me really groggy. And I don't like that feeling. Yeah. She says she's not hiding as much. Is that true? That's That's true. Well, that's good. Mhm, that's good. I, so she is it any better? Um, I mean, it's it's not. I mean, she's saying a lot of the same things. Yeah, it does feel a little better. Like the headache doesn't feel as much like the whole head. Like, wasn't she talking about it being behind the eyes before and just like the whole mm-hmm. head? Like yeah. she's saying it's just like on the temple, and she's it does feel a little better. Like she doesn't feel as sort of. Um, like, um, she doesn't feel as, uh, like, even though she's saying that her medicine makes her feel groggy, she doesn't feel as, uh, like, stuffy throughout her whole body, mm-hmm. which I sort of was feeling before. But it'll be really interesting. So how long have you been back at your home? Um, now, gosh, I, it's been, 
I think it's two a uh, week and a half or almost the same amount of time we were gone at least. I think it's two oh, weeks so from now. Oh, that's good. Maybe. So that's good. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's not the home at all, and maybe it's just that she's, like, slowly getting more and more better. Well, that's what I wonder, and that's the, that's the challenge, you know. Do I need to keep looking for places to move? I mean, is it, I mean it's so, it, yeah, that's why I'm calling. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, the seizures seem to be getting less, right? They're ha- she's having less of them. Well, there's no and rhyme or reason to the timeline between with the seizures, really. There's been no rhyme or reason, you say, but don't don't you right. feel like there's less of them? Uh, well, I'm recording them, so um, the longest time that she's gone without one is 14 days, and now it's been, you know, the last the last time it was eight days, so it 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 varies. Oh, Maya, honey, do you feel like you're getting better? She says she feels a little bit different. She said before she was feeling like every day she might have one. So she is feeling better. Okay. Thank you, Laura. You're welcome, Julie. I I think that it is getting better. Even the medicine is taking effect. Is Julie your, did you see her in the private session before? Oh, yeah, so Julie has called in a couple of times, actually, with her cat, and her cat has grand mal seizures, her mm-hmm. kitten, and I've done privates with her, too, and mm-hmm. and she's the one that um, Stormy was so excited to hear her voice, because she was oh, used to be right. Stormy's pet sitter. <laughs> that's right, that's so, right. <laughs> yeah, so sorry I didn't explain that in the beginning about that, but she, um, yeah, she's been struggling to get um, Maya... Uh, seizure-free for quite a while now. Oh, wow. Really and, God, yeah. these seizures are so scary. They are so scary. I hate them. I don't even know what that looks like. It, it's so bad. It's like you just you just don't know if they're... Like you, when they go into a seizure, it's really hard not to think to yourself, is my animal going to die? Because like yeah. when the kid was having that, she would come out of him. She'd be so groggy. I'd be like, oh, my God, she's going to die. Yeah, And yeah. I'd be like, be like, all the Reiki I ever had, I'd be, like, calling in. I'm like, hey, you're kidding me. And all these, like, healers like, around the oh. world. I'm like, that's that awesome. God. You could do that. God, oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I totally believe in that. You know, one time, Makia had a hypoglycemic attack. And she was, um, I swear she was dead. And there was this guy that was coming into town, and he was a, like, a Qigong master. Mm-hmm. And he could, like, bend metal, like, with his energy field and stuff. And and um, I had gone to, like, a Qigong class with him the night before. And mm-hmm. he's, like, the real deal, you know. And I, uh, I, um... Makia, I was rushing her to the hospital, and I swear she was dead. And I was, like, using all this telepathy in my mind, and I was calling that master. I was like, I met you yesterday. You get your butt over here. And I swear he came and brought her back to life. I swear. Oh, that's cool. Isn't Makia the one who also was in with the uh, Dalai Lama? Yes, yes. Okay. 
and Makia has like used her like I swear she's got to be on like eight lives. She's like, she's like, I mean, she has done. She really has like died and come back to life several times. That's amazing. All right, zero one eight four zero one eight four. You are on. Tell us who you are, your animal. Go ahead. Hello, uh, this is Rachel, and I'm calling about Knight this time. He was the one that, that, you know, had the issue with eating vomit. Yeah, hard to forget that one. He's all black. He has the, the biggest green eyes that you would ever see on any animal. And um, he's our he's our big guy, so he's like a 20-pound black cat, all black. Um, he recently had to have like an inflamed oil gland removed from above his tail. But recently he's been regressing a little bit. He's been hissing at at Nutter some more, and he actually has kind of gone for it a couple of times when Nutter's belly has been upset, and he's um, he's thrown up, and we've, ha- we've had to stop him and catch him and shoo him away. And Wait, he's saying something. Hold on, Rachel. He's saying oh. he's mad. Oh, baby. He says he's mad his family's not getting along. Everybody needs to be talking about what they're feeling. I don't think everyone is communicating. Oh, and it's making us upset. Do you think that that's true? Is there something going on between the housemates that needs to be talked about, do you think? I- I think that there might be something. I think um, that one of one of the gals that, uh, well, our newest roommate, she used to be an, an oldest child and is the youngest one here, and so she's kind of transitioning from thought patterns of being the oldest who could always pawn off what her chores were on the younger sisters. And sometimes, especially, it drives his mom up the wall because she'll she'll leave her chores for a while, and that more than anything just makes her just ida ida all over the place, and her energy goes wild. Oh, so night is sort of acting out. So night, honey. The important thing is is that you can see this, but you can't act out on your brothers. It's just not like the nice thing to do. You gotta sort of see if you could lick and yawn and blink your eyes, and maybe that would be a good time for you to do something meditative, or go to your mom and sort of chill out with your mom, or go have a safe spot, right? I mean, we gotta try and see if you could kind of work through that in another way. He hides in the shoes. He says maybe you could sprinkle catnip all over the place, and he could play in the catnip. You want to try that again? Most of the time, he doesn't react to the catnip. So but what if is you that? Do react to the catnip. So what is it? It's the stuff that's crispy on your teeth, and you can oh. roll in it. <laughs> what else could that be besides catnip? It might be like greenies treats or something like that. Oh. If- does he roll in greenie trees? He would if he had the chance. If if the others weren't there to like bother him and try and take it, he would probably kind of, you know, do that whole bask and rolling with glee sort of thing. But, he says, "I need something because because I got to tell you, this is wearing on me." 
I think everybody needs to go for a fast bicycle ride. <laughs> and I'm not talking about slow. I'm talking about fast. Do you ride bicycles? No. Nobody in the house has bikes. I haven't ridden. I was a fast bicycle ride. We could go for a drive, baby. Is that what you mean, go for a drive? I know. No, I mean they need to be moving their legs. Oh, okay. They need exercise. Maybe you need exercise, bud. He has been chasing, so he's been a little bit more playful when when I have all of the boys downstairs playing. Oh, he does. Good. Maybe what you could do is like like when you're playing with the boys down there, like say, okay, so now let's use this playtime to get out any frustrations we have, and just make it more a conscious act. Okay. You know, and there's right. something to do about. I wonder. I mean, he's so sensitive to things that are going on in the house. So maybe what you could do, too, is, like, if you're feeling sensitive, maybe you could just talk to him about it and, like, okay, this is what we do. Because you're pretty good at, like, working through your issues. So maybe you could teach him. Okay. Well, he was really, really sweet. Um, I had asked him the day before yesterday to come back and start, like, sitting on the couches with us and spending more time with us because – He's in love with his window seat, and I understand that. But af- the the day after that I had talked to him about that, he came up and he spent the whole day with me on the couch. So oh, I, think he, I think he probably just wants a lot of the, the recognition. Um, he's he's our one that wants to be praised and and whatnot. So if, if that's all that he needs, if he wants everybody to, to talk and exercise and if he needs a little bit more conscious sort of aggression release meditation while we're playing to to settle him down and get him to where he's not growling at his brothers and he's not going after the vomit, ugh, um, then I we wondered, can do Yeah, I've wondered, too, why why the bicycle. So I would just kind of look at, like, see if bicycle or, or ask your roommate if anybody has been thinking about riding a bike or something, because I'd love to know where that came from. But then okay. also, um, what else was I going to tell you? Um, I don't know. There's something about, like, like the communication and, like, the like the vomit. Like, that, you, like you would use that as, like, a symbol, you know? So, like, there's something about that where, like, if he's getting – like, if there's not communication in the family, then he's sort of acting that out. So kind of, or when you are, it's okay to have, like, disagreements or okay to have, like, issues. So maybe even discuss that with him. It's like, it's okay for us, for our stuff to come up and then us have to work through it. That's, like, a good thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, keep us. Oh, and tell us this. What happened with the kitty that was pulling the things out of the wall? Did he stop or no? He's he's slowing down. He actually brought me one yesterday, all proud of himself. And I was like, oh, God, no, baby, this is not what we do. And so I've been trying to 
um, do a little bit more like hiding stuff in treat balls and things like that and being like, all right, now see, I put it in there. You've got to get it out. And I put it on the carpet to make it harder. And he, he figures out the lazy way fastest. He'll like shove his nose right up under the hole and then start walking forward. So they just all start falling out. And it's like, no, this defeats the person. You are such a great kitty mom. They should know how lucky they are and get it together. Oh, I'm lucky now. Uh, thanks, Rachel. That's so amazing. She is like the, the the best kitty mom, huh? She's really awesome. I know, right? She, she like reminds me of someone who'd be like a Montessori. Yeah, I know. It's really cool. You know, like she's so good to them. Yeah. All right, four nine nine two four nine nine two. You are on. Tell us who you are. Your animal description. All the info. Go ahead. Uh, yes. Um, my name is Christy, and Toby is my baby. He is actually on Facebook. He is the red and white uh, taco terrier. He's two years of age. And originally I was going to call to ask um, why he lifts his back left leg when he runs at times, but I'm now more concerned with um, his a little anxiety. Um, he's only two, and it's only happened the last year. He has started to panic when it rains, and um, it was raining this morning, and he was freaking out. It's right now beautiful. The weather and rain has stopped, but we have pecan trees in our yard, and um, they drop their nuts and he is freaking out. I just took him out the yard just a few minutes ago while I was waiting um, to call in, and all he wants to do is hide. He's pooping in the house, and I don't know what to do. We've taken him to the doctor. And... Oh, that all sounds so sad for him. And he's I know. Only he's only two. He when When he was a year of age, he had no fear factor. I, I've never had a dog experience this, and it's breaking my heart because he's oh. panicking so much. I actually had him in my robe while I was listening to the show, um, and he's just shaking like a little Mexican space shuttle. Um, oh, and yeah. to the point, my husband's like, do we need to put him down? We, I, I no. just don't know what to do. No, no. Put him down. Okay, so let's talk to him. So, but first, I I probably want to say to you that he's probably lifting his leg when he runs because he has a luxated patella, which is when the kneecap pops in and out and when he runs, and that's really common with small dogs, and that's just a little vet check. They can check, they can move the knee and see if that's what's going on. Is um, there, is that can be fixed? Yeah, they, you know, there's not a lot of pain that goes along with it, so a lot of people don't fix it, but... Um, but I mean, they kind of get. I shouldn't say there's not a lot of pain. They kind of get used to the pain. Um, but yes, you can definitely do surgery for it too. And if they have it in one knee, there's a big chance that he has it in both knees. But one might be worse. It's like a really common little dog thing. So um, no, I thought maybe it was because of my last dog. <laughs> um, and and then the other thing is is that when I hear. When I hear stories about how animals didn't have fear and then they do have fear, I I know I I kind of sound like a broken record about getting animals adjusted, but what can happen if he's out of alignment at the base of his skull and his neck 
is that um, it will can affect the whole nervous system. So it will be really interesting. I'm going to ask him about how his body feels. Like, does he ever feel like he has, like, a pinched nerve or does something, like, does he ever feel tweaked? Because I wouldn't be surprised if that's making him more nervous. He's out somewhere and that makes him more nervous. And they okay. can still be, like, super agile and look like athletes and still be out somewhere. So um, so I would definitely, like, just to cross it off your list and to humor me, I would get him adjusted. Okay. Um, okay, but let's get at him and see what he has to say. He's so cute in this picture that you you gave of him. He doesn't look scared at all. No. Okay, Tap. Is his name? Oh, Toby. I was going to call him Taco. <laughs> Toby. He says he gets really scared because he hears echoing a lot. He says it's a pain that goes really deep down in his ears. And it's a really bad echo. And then it gets louder and louder until my whole body is shaking. Did you always have that, honey, or is that did something scary happen to you? And then, and then now you're like focused on the sound of the rain. I feel like I can't breathe when it happens. Like I can't swallow well. And also my feet get numb. Now, that is two different things, right? So that could be that could be like, oh, he's out of alignment, neck feels twisted, and that's causing lack of circulation in his legs. But it can also be a major panic attack because a panic attack feels like that too. Honey, I want you to know that it's got a – where do you live? What state? Georgia. So it rains. So – Buddy, it just rains where you are. You're going to have to live your whole entire life with rain. It's just the part of the way it is. You're going to have to get used to it so that you can feel confident and have fun. That's what you focus on. So I want you to really practice. I want you to, whenever you hear rain, I want you to think that it's God's way of nourishing the ground and making plants. And you can lick and yawn and blink your eyes and stretch. And know that it's normal. It's just part of life. And, like, sometimes you're getting scared of, like, acorns falling from the trees. I mean, that's silly. It's so silly. That's not rain. That's just, like, the trees sending acorns down to the ground so that more things can grow. Okay? He says he doesn't understand it because he starts to hear things. It's almost like everything gets amplified. Um, and so tell me this. Do you, are you training him at all? Like, do you, does he know sit and down and any of those things? Yeah, I had taken him to um, obedience school, and he went through all the levels. Um, to He's now a good citizen dog, and I can take him. Um, to nursing homes and stuff. He he loves people. Um, he he just acquired a little sister who's six months old, and they're like best buddies. Um, he's just a really excellent dog. He's my baby, and I just 
you know, it, it, this is just, I mean, he's in my arms right now, just shaking so bad. It just it breaks my I heart. Think you need to get him, I think you need to get him adjusted. I think he's, I think his neck is twisted. Because a dog like that who's gone that far at two years old and is a canine good citizen, it doesn't make sense. Because he would have enough foundation to come back and say, okay, like I'm scared, but I can look at mom and I can do a sit. Or I can look at mom and do a down. Like, you've done everything right. So it, it's got it to me. It's got to be something physical. Is that why he's poopy in the house is because he's nervous? And yeah, so like why, a- Toby, why are you pooping in the house? It's so gross to poop in the house. You must know that. I'm starting to feel strange all over. He says it feels like there's pressure on him all the time, and he doesn't like that pressure. Kind of almost like the same feeling as pressure of, like, when there's going to be a thunderstorm or something. You know, you can feel that pressure in the air. It's kind of that feeling. Do I? How do I find a um, chiropractor that adjusts animals? Do I just... Are you are you in are you in like Atlanta or something? No, I'm actually north of Atlanta. Um, I'm in Dahlonega, so about an mm-hmm. hour and a half. Well, I would Google uh, animal chiropractor um, in your area or veterinary chiropractor, either one of those. And um, I would also call like any of the holistic veterinarians in your area and ask them if they know of anyone. And if you can't find anyone in your area, I drive an hour and a half to Atlanta. You can definitely find one in Atlanta. That's what we'll do. And then call us back and let us know because I'm I'm almost like positive that's what it is. And okay. I hope to God I'm right. And just tell them to adjust his neck. Yeah, just say, um, well, you could just have, if they're really good, you can just have them check them and they'll find it. But, okay. Um. But tell them that you're more than welcome to tell them that you spoke to an animal communicator and they said that it sounds like his atlas is out and could they check his atlas. Okay. Which is at the base of the skull. Yep. And um, and you would even, maybe when you do that first phone call to them, ask them, do you feel comfortable adjusting the atlas? Because I think my dog's atlas might be out. Because some chiropractors are a little bit nervous to do it. They, they shouldn't be. It's fine. Um. But what's interesting about that, too, is it's a possibility. Oftentimes when their atlas is out, they're a little bit weaker in their hind end. And so sometimes they do skip a little bit in the hind end, too. So maybe when you click that back in, that hind end, will it's not the luxe to patel, and it might just be he's a little bit out in the hind end as well. Okay. All right. Thanks yeah. for your call. Yeah, you know, I know. Those it's are, hard to find. Those are, I know those are one of the times where I'm like, it it's like looks so bad and it looks like mm-hmm. it's going to be so hard to fix, and then I feel like, oh my god, this is an easy fix. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope this she calls one, back because now I really want to know. I know. I hope she calls back too. This one woman, she didn't believe in pet psychics and she was desperate because she adopted the Shelfie and the Shelfie was so scared about everything and was like totally freaked out. But she could see, like, the dog would sit outside the window and watch her from outside. Like, really wanted to be her friend, but was, like, always outside. And she, the dog would not let 
her touch the dog. Mm-hmm. And, like, I spoke to the dog, and the dog was, like, had this, like, really calm. And she had the dog for, like, two years, and it had been like that the whole time. And and the dog was, like, really confident. And the woman, like, thought I was kind of like a nutcase. I could tell. Like, she just, like, while she was talking to me, she was like, I want to believe you, but I kind of feel like you're a nutcase. Yeah. And um, she went, and she, I said, oh, my God, I think this dog is, is pain, which surprised me because several dogs with you know, that have been rescued. It could be like a million things. It doesn't have to be pain. And she wrote me, she said, I, I was desperate. I went to the chiropractor and, oh, my God, I have a different dog. Mm. So it was, she was like, it's absolutely amazing. I should post her email. She said I could post her email. I should post it. I need to take Fenway to the chiropractor. You must have already, no? No, I haven't yet. Oh, my God, get out of here. After all I haven't. You gotta come and see Sherry. You got come up to Caroline's and see Sherry. Yeah, I will. You have. To, I haven't. I, yeah, I, that's like no, I. Uh, I know. No, like I. I can't even believe it. it's so weird that you haven't. Yeah, I mean, we go to the doctor, you know, but we just haven't done I know, the. I would have for sure. You would have done that already. Yeah. So, yeah. Come up and see Sherry because she's the best. And, okay. And cool. She and she's often at Caroline's. Cool. <laughs> All right, we're at this uh, crossroads um, in the time, so I don't know. Should we take a call? Sure. Six I'll try minutes. And be quick. Uh, okay, so next caller, it's going to be a quick one. Sorry. Seven nine three nine. Tell us who you are and your animal, and we're going to keep it short and sweet. Okay. Seven nine three nine. We should take that as a sign. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how weird is that, right? We should make yeah, that's that really weird. Something. All right, anyone in the chat room have a question? Chat room question? Okay, anyone? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I just wanted to say that, like, I didn't take Fenway for chiropractic um, just because we. I was so focused on his allergy um, and we did blood panel and all that sort of stuff. And I've been so on the whole, like, supplements and on that track that I forgot about the whole chiropractic part. Well, I, I'm totally not judging you. I'm so sorry if it came <laughs> off like that. No, no, no. I don't I feel so it. No, it's not like that at all. I but I just, it's a good reminder. Yeah. No, but I know that feeling is, like, we do so much for them. And then you think, like, oh, my gosh, really, one more thing? Because you've done all these things and you don't know. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I get it. I guess. No, no, I know. Yeah, and, you know, and we go to a doctor that has all that. They have acupuncture and chiropractics and, you know, And you don't hear it from therapy. the vet, and then you think, like, why do I need to do it? I get it. Yeah. I totally do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Yeah. I'm uh, judging you. And no, maybe I... it wasn't Z yet, too. Like, maybe you needed to, yeah. maybe there was something else that needed to go on, but... Okay, so in, uh, I just wanted to say on the Pet Psychic Radio page, there's Jamie who would like to find out from Big Chief how he's doing. We talked to Laura about five months ago right after Chief was hit by a car. I remember, Chief. Yeah, me too. You want to get a quick and update Chief, from him? Yeah, Chief is still alive though, right? That's what I remember. Look at he's uh, with that cute kitty. Look at that beautiful place they're at. Okay, yeah. Chief. Honey, how you doing? Oh, buddy. 
he says that he's doing really well and there's a place inside of him where he feels like he's moving with flexibility. My spine is feeling good. He says he's learning new things. He says he's learning how to follow things. He says he feels like he's learning with his nose and it's really exciting. And directions. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I wonder if she's teaching him like lots of hand signals or something. Mm. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. So he's doing better, huh? Yeah, I love this picture with his little kitty friend in it. Mm-hmm, very cute. <laughs> All right, well, it's the end of the show, and it's time for Words of Wisdom by Storm King and Friends. Well, let me do Felix today, because Felix is sitting with me, and Stormy fast asleep. Okay, Felix? so tell us who Felix is, because a lot of us don't know oh. Felix that well. Oh, yeah, okay. Felix is my... Chihuahua mix, and he's about two years old, and he can have a little bit of an attitude like most Chihuahuas, but he's one of the cutest things I ever did see. Mm-hmm. And so, Felix, honey, do you want to? And he, I hold him like a baby. Felix, honey, do you want to say anything? Like, what's your words of wisdom? Can you tell anybody words of wisdom? I'm famous now. That's your words of wisdom. Everyone's thinking just about me. I can feel them. And also, i got to say something. If you rescue a dog, you'll find they have love to give. You also might find that they may be barky, but at least they're having fun barking. Instead of in the shelter, sad. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, Felix. The shelter was so scary. It you is make scary. For your behavior, though. He says, hey, I'm having fun barking. <laughs> you, know, you know what I say about Felix? Because he's so cute. Like, I mean, seriously, he's like the cutest chihuahua ever. He, I say that when he was in heaven... He was like, he looked down on earth and he was like, I want to be like that dog, like Stormy. And mm-hmm. I say that when he was in heaven, he went under this waterfall that was, that like gives you st- Stormy energy. Oh. <laughs> he smile at Stormy. And sometimes I look at him and I'm like, oh my God, you're like a miniature Stormy. Although, but he doesn't look anything like Stormy, but his smile and his eyes look like Stormy. Go, <laughs> That's Stormy. awesome. Sorry to cut you off, but we have 10 seconds left, so we're going to say goodbye, and we'll see you all next week on the Pet Psychic Radio Show. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Pet Psychic Animals.